and wait ye indeed till sin is passed away. For their names shall be blotted out of the book of life and out of the holy books, and their seed shall be destroyed forever. And their spirits shall be slain, and they shall cry and make lamentation into a place that is a chaotic wilderness, and in a fire shall they burn. For there is no earth there. Shalom, my friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website can be found at www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, this morning we are wrapping up our series in the ancient book of Enoch. We're going to be reading chapters 106, 107, and 108. Now, 106 is a chapter titled Fragment from the Book of Noah. And actually, I've covered this before when I was doing our, uh, when I was covering some of those uh, ancient writings uh, of the patriarchs that were found with the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I believe I covered this portion when I read Lamex. Uh, because what basically what happened is, is he had this vision that he would have a son and it had bright eyes and all these things going on to where he thought maybe his wife had had an affair with one of the fallen watchers because he thought maybe this child was going to be a Nephilim based on his vision according to the ancient according to those writings found with the Dead Sea Scrolls and then this uh, fragment chapter 106 of the book of Noah kind of talks about that a little bit and then the last chapter 108 is basically just kind of a ending to the actual book of Enoch and just kind of reminds us that uh, there's there's life after death and for some people that's a good thing and for others it's eternal torment and so that is what's on the docket for today and I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you'll be blessed by it this morning and so let's just begin starting with Chapter 106, again, chapter 106 is a fragment from the book of Noah. Here's what it says. And after some many days, my son Methuselah took a wife for his son Lamech. And she became pregnant by him and bore a son. And his body was white as snow and red as a blooming of a rose and hair of his head was... And his, lo his long locks were white as wool as his eyes beautiful when he opened his eyes, he lightened up the whole house like the sun, and the whole house was very bright. And thereupon he arose in the hands of the midwife, opened his mouth, and conversed with the Lord of righteousness. And his father Lamech was afraid of him, and he fled, and he came to his father Methuselah. And he said unto him, I have begotten a strange son, diverse from and unlike man, and resembling the sons of God of heaven. And his nature is different, and he is not like us. And his eyes are as the rays of the sun, and his countenance is glorious. And it seems to me that he is not sprung from me, but from angels. And I fear that in his days a wonder may be wrought on the earth. And now, my father, I am here to petition thee to employ thee, that thou mayest go to Enoch, our father, and learn from him the truth, for his dwelling place is amongst the angels." And when Methuselah heard the words of his son, he came to me to the ends of the earth, 
for he had heard that I was there. And he cried aloud, and I heard his voice, and I came to him, and I said unto him, Behold, here I am, my son, wherefore hast thou come to me? And he answered, and he said, Because of a great cause of anxiety I have come to thee, and because of a disturbing vision I have approached. All right, let's stop for just a second just to understand something. When we're reading it, it sounds like this child was born and had all these crazy features like an angel. But what we just realized in verse 9 that it's actually a dream or a vision that Lamech must have had. And I believe when we look at the ancient writings of the patriarchs, and we look at the one attributed to Lamech, that it actually says that as well. Uh, so... Lamech has had this vision, this dream. His wife is pregnant. He's had this vision in his dream what this child's going to look like. And he goes to his father. He's disturbed. He's like, this looks like one of the watchers. This looks like a son of an angel, not from me. And so he's asked his father Methuselah to go to Enoch to get clarification about this vision. That's why it says in verse 9, And he answered and he said, Because of a great cause of anxiety I've come to thee, and because of a disturbing vision... Have I approached? Verse 10. And now, my father, hear me. Unto a Lamech, my son, there hath been born a son, so like of whom there is none, and his name is not like man's nature. Or his nature is not like man's nature, and the color of his body is whiter than snow, and rather than, than the bloom of a rose, and his hair of his head is whiter than white wool, and his eyes are like the rays of the sun, and he opened his eyes, and thereupon lightened up the whole house. And he arose in the hands of the midwife, and opened his mouth, and blessed the Lord of heaven. And his father Lamech became afraid, and fled to me, and did not believe that he was sprung from him, but that he was in the likeness of angels of heaven. And behold, I have come to thee, that thou mayest known, make this known to me the truth. And I, Enoch, answered and said unto him, The Lord will do a new thing on the earth. And this I have already seen in a vision, and make known to thee, that in the generation of my father Jared, some of the angels of heaven transgress the word of the Lord. And behold, they commit sin and transgress the law and have united themselves with women and commit sin with them and have married some of them and have begot children by them. Yea, there shall come a great destruction over the whole earth and there shall be a deluge and a great destruction for one year. And this son who has been born unto you shall be left on the earth, and his three children shall be saved with him, when all mankind that are on the earth shall die, he and his sons shall be saved. And they shall produce on the earth giants, not according to the spirit, but according to the flesh, and there shall be great punishment on the earth, and the earth shall be cleansed from all impurity. And now make known to thy son Lamech that he who ha has been born is in truth his son, and call his name Noah, for he shall be left to you, and he and his son shall be saved from the destruction which shall come upon the earth on account of all the sin and all the unrighteousness which shall be consummated on the earth in his days. And after that, there shall be still more unrighteousness than that which was first consummated on the earth, for I know the mysteries of the, whole, of the holy ones, for he, the Lord, has showed me and informed me, and I have read them in the heavenly tablets. And I saw written on them that generation upon generation shall transgress till the generations of righteousness arise, 
and transgression is destroyed, and sin passes away from the earth, and all manner of good comes upon it. And now, my son, go and make known to thy son Lamech that his son, which has been born in truth, is his son, and that this is no lie. And when Methuselah had heard the words of his father Enoch, for he had shown to him everything in secret, he returned and showed them to, showed them to him and called the name of that son Noah. For he will comfort the earth after all destruction. Alright, so that was the fragment from the book of Noah. And now we're going to read the very last chapter in appendix to the book of Enoch. Chapter 108, 15 verses, which closes out the ancient book of Enoch. Let's read it. Starting with verse 1. Another book which Enoch wrote for his son Methuselah, and for those who will come after him, and keep the law in the last days. Yea, who have done good shall wait for those days till an end is made of those who work evil, and an end of the might of the transgressors. And wait ye indeed till sin has passed away, for their name shall be blotted out of the book of life and out of the holy books, and their seed shall be destroyed forever. And their spirits shall be slain, and they shall cry and make lamentation in a place that is a chaotic wilderness, and in a fire shall they burn, for there is no earth there. And I saw there something like an invisible cloud, for by reason of its depth I could not look over, and I saw a flame of fire blazing brightly, and the things like the shining mountains circle and sweeping to and fro. And I asked one of the holy angels who was with me, and said unto him, What is this shining thing? For it is not a heaven, but only the flame of a blazing fire, and the voice of weeping and crying and lamentation and strong pain. And he said unto me, This place which thou seest here are cast the spirits of sinners and blasphemers, and of those who work wickedness, and of those who pervert everything that the Lord hath spoken through the mouth of the prophets, even the things that shall be. Real quick. When Enoch is asking the angel, and then we have to be careful not to form doctrine here, because while we look at this book and we may have different views about its authority or whatever, we need to be careful about forming uh, doctrine from it. But I just want to make a mental note that when the angel is describing to Enoch the type of people that are in this lake of fire, it doesn't go through and start listing all the sins of humanity. Some of the sins that we might think are the most grotesque. One of the things that it wants to point out is that those who have perverted the words of the prophets and perverted the words of prophecy, who have mis... Let's read that again. And he said unto me, This place which thou seest here are cast the spirits of sinners and blasphemers and of those who work wickedness and those who pervert everything that the Lord hath spoken through the mouth of the prophets, even the things that shall be. So, according to this, it's a very serious matter to not speak the truth about what the scriptures say, what the prophets have said. 
This is why it's such a dangerous thing to teach the Bible. And even the Apostle Paul talks about how there's a greater responsibility on those who do this. Because you have the power to lead people astray. Which God takes extremely serious. And so I pray and I ask that you pray on my behalf for God's great mercy to be upon me and that I would only speak what is true. And that's something that I often pray is that it would be God's words coming out of my mouth and not my own and to give me wisdom. It's a very serious matter. Moving forward, verse 7. For some of them are written and inscribed above in heaven in order that the angels may read them and know that which shall befall the sinners and the spirits of the humble and those who have afflicted their bodies and have been recompensed by God and of those who have been put to shame by the wicked men who love God and loved neither gold nor silver nor any of the good things which are in the world, but gave over their bodies to torture, who since they came into being longed not after earthly food, but regarded everything as a passing breath and lived accordingly, and the Lord tried them much, and their spirits were found pure so that they should bless his name. And all the blessings destined for them I have recounted in the books, and he hath assigned them there recompense because they have been found to be such as loved heaven more than their life in the world and though they were trodden under foot of wicked men and experienced abuse and reviling from them and were put to shame yet they blessed me and now i will summon the spirits of the good who belong to the generation of light and i will transform those who were born in darkness who in the flesh were not recompensed with such honor as their faithfulness deserved. And I will bring forth in shining light those who have loved my holy name, and I will set each on the throne of his honor. And they shall be resplendent for times without number, for righteousness is the judgment of God, for to the faithful he will give faithfulness in the habitation of upright paths. And I shall see who those who were born in darkness led into darkness while the righteous shall be resplendent and the sinners shall cry aloud and see them resplendent and they indeed will go where days and seasons are prescribed for them that is the end of the ancient book of Enoch and I pray you've been blessed this morning and I pray that in the powerful name of Jesus God have mercy on us help us to walk in righteousness and holiness help us to have the right heart and the right motives and to speak what is true especially concerning the scriptures and concerning the prophecies sometimes I wonder if people twist prophecy for their own end maybe that's what this is talking about hmm it's such a delicate thing. It's hard because we don't think about eternity that much. But eternity is everything. This short life is but a blip to eternity. It's, it's but a grain of sand to eternity. And yet we can't help because of our human condition but to live as though this grain of sand is the most important aspect and all there is 
there'd be great blessing for those who did not take pleasure in the world, but took pleasure in God instead, in the ways of God. And I'm looking in the mirror when I'm saying these things and suggesting these things. And I'm saying, God, help me. Be merciful to me. Lead me down the la- lead me down the narrow path. Lead me to the land of uprightness. May God have mercy on us all. I hope that you've been blessed. That is the end of the podcast. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.